If you'd like to support the show and help us pay our guests artists, patreon.com slash what's my thesis is the place to go. We're working on exclusive content for you guys that do. And if you would also like to rate and review us, that helps us as well. Shout outs for this week is still Tony Irons, but fuck it. I'm going to have fun. Tony Irons is an artist who does very hyper-realistic finger paintings, except he does it with the tip of his penis, and he uses, like, different little parts of it. But they're huge canvases, so he actually needs to use, like, a Chuck Close-style crane system or elevator system. I don't know what it is, but... He needs something to help him get his crotch to the part of the painting that he needs to paint. And then he has to get down and look at it. It's, I can't imagine what kind of a process that is. Welcome to What's My Thesis. I am your host, Javier Proenza. Every week, my guests and I share the answers we found to the questions we have. Join us as we explore and expand our worldview through research and ask, what's my thesis? Yeah, yeah. I would say I'm definitely most interested in the worthless areas. Yeah. yeah. So, so you told me you were into Call of Duty, um, and we were talking about like escapism in terms of like taking on other personas. Do you prefer like games that are more campaign oriented, in in that sense, like maybe like a Mass Effect kind of a video game, or because I mean I feel like you told me you liked the Call of Duty World War Two. I like that one because I was always a fan of World War Two, and I also like sh- <laughs> I like shooting people. And, like those, and Nazis. I mean, you, you can as somebody like not to like freak people out, but like in terms of video games go, it's like the competitive aspect is what what I like oh, about yeah. that. Those are the best games, as opposed to like. There's you know, really nothing that makes me more fucking angry than video games. Yeah, <laughs> it's a great it's a great release too. It's it's the one where you like you lean forward because now it's you're serious and yeah, you, yeah, instead of what playing like outdoor checkers. So or first something. first person shooters mostly. That's what I liked, but the things that really would appeal to me were ones where uh, I always loved the the Sims as a kid uh-huh. on the computer, and I would just I just like building houses. Okay. It was even less like I want to make a guy that looks like me. It was I didn't really care, but for that part of the game, it was more like I wanted to build a house, mm-hmm. and I would have my character. I like just to walk around. Yeah. And just do really menial shit like that. <laughs> like I enjoyed just you, the you know the trivial aspects of a game. Like did that. you ever play like with a lot of like uh, Lego kind of games and stuff like that? Did you play real world games or or by your generation was that like? No, no, did, no I I did. My my brother mm-hmm. and I would play together and he's he's about a year and a half uh, older than I am and he was the one who was <laughs> was born with the imagination as i would say like we would we would play with legos <laughs> together and i would like to either follow the instructions or i would like to build things as best but it was always best playing with him because he could just grab parts and make like an amazing oh, yeah, rocket yeah, yeah. ship and i'm like how did you do that i would always ask yeah. or be so amazed that he was able to like his drawing ability was unparalleled where i would just ask him to draw things and be like can you draw like He's jesus on top of a t-rex he's just a year and a half 
and he could just draw. He had a really great cartoon, yeah. so he could just do anything. Wow. Whereas for me, I was always really like, try. I, I like I was always very realistic, so I would try to draw like a rock, or try to I would draw a lot of trees and nature because it was easy to do because it stand, stand still. Yeah. But uh, I, did you, were I, you guys competitive? Uh, we obviously we were. You know, yeah. he was the one who had a lot of the. You know, he was a lot more athletic, and he did a lot of those things. He was always very. He's a you know very social. He's the he was the life of the party in our family. He's a very funny one. Yeah, yeah. And I, I think in that way, that's why I found a lot more of my solace like in my head and being very just like okay, well this yeah. is, I like I'm, I have my own friends in my own life, but I, I found a lot myself just getting lost in these other worlds of uh, my favorite game to this day is this game that's called Animal Crossing. Is for the okay. Nintendo platforms. Uh huh. All right. And it's so dumb. It's very boring. You're a little. Is guy. it like Frogger? No, it's 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 just like yeah, I can see why you think that, but it's it's a lot based on the title. <laughs> like, yeah, okay. No, it's these little guys. I thought you were. You know. I literally thought you were gonna be like no, and then explain Frogger. <laughs> well, you know, I was like, you're too young to know Frogger. The main characters are you know, crossing traffic. Yeah, no. So yeah. so what what it was the so this game is uh, you have these little your your main character just you move into a town. Mm-hmm. And, and the game starts. You're on a train, and a cat comes up to you on the train. He's like, "Oh, what's your name? What's the town you're headed to?" Oh, yeah, I've heard of that. And he's just asking you questions. And then when you arrive, you somebody's like, "Oh, your house is right here. You owe me money to pay off your house." You're like, "I can't." Well, come work for me. Uh-huh. And then you can go fishing and buy, buy, like to earn money and just pick fruit. And the game, the t- the clock is in real twenty four hour time. So oh, that sounds fun. <laughs> so you get, so you walk around. You just talk to the villagers. You like. Is this like a role-playing game? or Kind of, but it's one where there's no real point to it. Okay. The point of it is that there's things to do. You can, like, a, 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 they sell furniture. There's events. There's, like, oh, on Saturdays, a fishing tournament. So this or doesn't like, appeal to, like, a competitive side of you? Not at no. all. It's It appeals to the side of, of like... like role-playing. It, it's, like, I would come home from school, and I would turn on that game, and I would go see, like, friends that I was waiting for. Uh, in that way, in, in a weird sense, because it's it's wait the game waits for you, but it also oh. doesn't because if you don't pick it up for a week, a character would be like, "Hey, it's been seven days. Where have you been?" <laughs> the, Sometimes the game they is have, needy. <laughs> they are, and that's the weirdest thing about it. In that I like, it's like a fucking characters Furby me, or I had Tamagotchi. A, there was a panda. That was like one of my favorite characters. With his was this panda bear, and he I loved him because it was my birthday, and I turned on the game, and he's waiting for me because you op- you start the game, you open your door, and you come outside. Uh-huh. The panda bear is waiting for me, and he brought me a present because he's like, oh, I know it's your birthday, and I was like, oh my god, you remember? <laughs> and so these <laughs> these were in high school. Yeah, that was that was when I was in um, middle school. Middle school and that was when i really because you know you i played everything from starting on the you know the nes and supermarket all the way to you know i had a place yeah but did 4, you know. play doom i did the original doom okay yeah my dad had that on the computer so i played every, yeah, yeah, yeah. everything i get my hands on you know handheld games all different platforms have but you gone back the, and seen mm-hmm. how it's like not a real 3d game have you seen that like the way that they've they it's just a, a typical sprite game but like it's just this weird fucking thing it was uh, doom was actually not a three-dimensional game. Oh, you mean looking back at the original one now? Yeah, like if you go back to it, it's they just do this weird cheat that makes mm. it like. Oh, it's an illusion. It's yeah. yeah, it's an illusion where it whereas like there's no actual like 3D map. Like I think um, 
I don't know who the first one was, but it's not like Zelda games or whatever. Oh, yeah, now. it's not like it, when you got to like the it's not like, PlayStation. Yeah, you know, it's, it's like not that. like... Um, I mean, I'm sure we're all, your, all your listeners right now who don't know anything about video games. But just like, <laughs> I'm sure there's a lot of fucking posers out there that, that front like they don't play video games, but they do. Or don't act like if they haven't played Animal Crossing and know that it's a boring <laughs> game for kids that like adults play because that's like... It's peaceful. But, but yeah, I think that that's another thing. Like, I think there's something to just like um, keeping your mind engaged with something that is of very little consequence, but you're invested in that can really be that's that's the escape element of it. Right. Mm -hmm. Uh, I do think that, you know, like, have you ever have you ever gotten into any Blizzard games? I did. I played World of Warcraft with my yeah. brother for a while. Those those yeah. games are that I I you, when you came I was playing Overwatch and yeah. I I yeah. do think that it's like uh, Las Vegas is the guiding principle of like they they yeah. they really know. Unfortunately, these days that's yeah. kind of what it's become. The video yeah. games are very good at conditioning you to keep playing them, even um, just mm-hmm. like so that shit is is kind of. Uh, one of the things that I struggle with because I'm like, I could just be making art or doing something else. Mm-hmm. Uh, and like I said, I get really fucking angry. It, you know, <laughs> no, it's as you told me, you're telling me a character is like, well, right now I got one gold star. <laughs> and once I reach another level, I get two. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> no, but it's funny because I understand in one aspect, like you and I could both look at it objectively like who, like who fucking cares. No, but exactly. the other side of it, I'm like, I 100% understand. I'm like, well, in Call of Duty, you see, once I get this gun, I can prestige it. And then I have to, it, it, well, anybody th- in the outside, it's like, why are you wasting? But Go here's outside, the thing. You know? it's, it, it goes to that thing about magic, right? Because it is ruining my day. And so it is part of my reality. Yeah. It, it is an experience that I'm having. But then y- last night I was, uh, I was, you know, doing a delivery and it was mm-hmm. taking a while. So I was just sitting there playing on uh, Pokemon and this guy was like, hey, we should be friends. So like, cause there's a friending system. Mm-hmm. And, um, <clears throat> and he was like, he was telling me that I shouldn't throw out my shiny ones if they're not like super good fighters yeah. because there's a market on Amazon.com where people will pay, collectors will pay like 300 bucks for fucking shiny Pokemon. So it's, it, it's wow. and, and, and that shit is not just Pokemon. That's like in all fucking oh, yeah, games, you know, yeah. like every, especially in World of Warcraft, people would like make characters and sell them. People would mine gold and yeah. fuck it. So it, it's like, as as ridiculous as it is, there's like real world transactions happening where, and like, you know, obviously motherfuckers get married on that shit. And like... Yeah, I I can't pretend like I didn't miss several college classes because I'm like, well, I, can't, I think <laughs> oh, I'm I just going to... I play World of Warcraft too. No, I, I'm, fucking, playing, uh, I'm playing Skyrim or I'm going to play this. I have friends yeah. who are going to be online right now. I'm like, I'd, I'd rather do this. <laughs> yeah, actually, that's one of the things that I, I, I think I would enjoy Overwatch more if I had friends that played it but I I end up just playing as an independent person in in a group of people but then I've also heard people that say that like having friends doesn't guarantee that they're going to be good at the game (laughs) and sometimes they'll just drag you down but yeah and it's this never ending quest to reach a higher level for me like uh, reaching platinum is what I've never been able to do and like I've been doing that shit for a long fucking time I've been playing this game like for for so long and it's and all the other players know it because there's like I've earned these little badges that show that I'm like that you've that been I, playing for a while. That I've been playing yeah, this game yeah. since it fir- first came out. You're like, hey, you old know? timer, and you're like, yeah. hey, come on. <laughs> and like, uh, yeah. and I have all the gold guns for most of the characters and shit. Yeah. Like I've, 
I've run out of characters that I play to buy gold guns for, but yeah. like everybody knows that I haven't reached plat, so they give me so much shit when we lose, you know. Yeah. And it's just this like really fucking toxic thing that, for some reason, engages me emotionally in this way that like, um, it totally, it, it it channels a little bit of like the shit that I'm upset about kind of thing. But oh yeah, know. it's it, it's a tribe, man. Mm-hmm. You want to be you want to belong, and it's like I I I don't fe- me personally I don't feel like there's aspects of like everyday normal life I want to belong in. So at yeah. least, oh, yeah. and then people yeah. will be like, hey man, you suck, and be like, let me just have this one thing. <laughs> okay, I'm sorry that you know I you didn't win the thing, but can oh, you no. just let me win? Yeah, and and sometimes Please. I'm just like, no, you don't understand. I play a pharaoh. That means that I'm up in the sky all the time, so I'm easy yeah. to shoot down. And all of this shit, but like, yeah, we like get good. I'm like, but, okay, thank you. You know, but yeah. I play not. I've just started to play other characters. I'm mm-hmm. like right on the fucking cusp of breaking uh, yeah. past platinum, breaking into platinum. But like, and I, you know, it's almost like kind of like a mental barrier too. Yeah. <laughs> where it's like the four minute mile where like somehow I built it up so much in my mm-hmm. mind that anytime I lose a game as I get close I get so fucking frustrated that I'm like <laughs> what <laughs> that I just start to to clash so it's it's yeah. this like relationship that you have with yourself a little bit too where I'm like you're like you get to see like yo like I, I, I told you nothing in this world will I get as angry about because like with people like if people do fucked up shit to me I'm like okay I can either resolve it with you or you're an asshole and like whatever it's not a burnt bridge but I'm not like gonna be like hey come over let's hang out so you can be more of an asshole to me yeah (laughs) you know like um but yeah with uh with this shit it's 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 very different it's different you 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 can you can sort of you also, can, there's a level of anonymity where you're allowed to fucking let yourself go a little no, exactly. bit. Exactly. You can engage with a certain kind of uh, part of yourself and a part of your... Uh, everybody's a, everybody is just a bunch of animals looking for looking for meat and looking to... Yeah. You know, the troll can come out a little bit when things aren't going well. And I think that that's what, that's what this is for. That's yeah. why I do those kinds of things. And I used to play competitive games because at the time when I was really into it was in a period of time where I didn't really have much going on. I was yeah, living yeah. in... Uh, I was living with friends out of college in Huntington Beach and I would was working at a grocery store and it was just working long hours and I would come home fix myself a cocktail and I would just play video games all yeah. night and I like to do it but that, it wasn't mean that I didn't have a, like social life or things to do but it also is as you say a mental block it gives me yeah. a, like it's the crazy I think you was I talking to you about smoking cigarettes and about how oh I, yeah once you stop when you're a smoker and, and, and you stop smoking cigarettes there's like a break system that you've developed that, you know, like, yes, even with, especially with like drawing, you take a step back to smoke your cigarette. Right. I think I was telling you because like, I was helping me with my anxiety (laughs) and like people who know about that. I'm like, you're an idiot. Like that's the one thing that doesn't help. It's like saying like, I'm really tired. So drinking coffee helps me with my insomnia. But, but then there's, um, but there is a, a reward mechanism there that does kind of make sense because you otherwise need to make an effort like that activity gives you something other than just the nicotine right it gives you a little break and that's why when you stop smoking that's one of the challenges i mean i've done it a lot no, 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 <laughs> I, I, I quit I, smoking I'm, like so many fucking times yeah i recently just quit uh, again and that's why i was telling myself the only reason why i was doing it as a like i'm gonna be all right 
I, I, until I smoke a cigarette and then I'm good until I do it again in terms of managing like just everyday life and anxiety and not like exploding. Yeah. And so I think that's why I always gravitated towards uh, playing video games, especially, but watching movies, listening to like I listen to a lot of podcasts now and finding ways just to like escape from myself because if I know I'm of not, a good podcast. If I'm not in my head, <laughs> it's called What's My Thesis. <laughs> oh, I know. <laughs> if I'm not in my head, I don't have to be me. Yeah. You know, even if it's not like 100% me, I can be, if I'm mad, I'm like, save it for when you get home yeah, yeah. and you log on and you shoot people. You're also in a high stress job you too. Know. I, 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 I mean, even, bef- yeah. even before that, it was no, a, but I mean, a lot of, uh, you're trying to tell me that working in a fucking grocery store is not high stress, dude. Like, I know, yeah. yeah, I mean, come on, like, let's be real. Just because it's not like fucking glorious and grandiose, it, it doesn't mean it's an easy job. And I was good at that job, yeah. man. I was good. I was bagging those right, groceries. Now, I fuck had you. Just, you're just bragging. <laughs> no, I could I bag like some groceries, motherfucker. <laughs> That's what I was saying. I was like, this is good. I'm not the same. Yeah. yeah. No, I, I, I really do. I do wonder where this is going. You know, like I, I love movies are great. Movies are only getting more insane. <laughs> like, yeah, you know, I'm talking about like setting aside three hours to watch the Avengers. Yeah. I'm like, God damn it. But, that's but I also, think movies are a lot more know. passive than video games. Yeah. I would say video games for me some, lie somewhere close to like, uh, or I would say it's probably video games are engaging mm-hmm. in a way that, and movies would probably be at the other end of the spectrum and then like reading comic books lie somewhere in between. Where no, 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 yeah. Where there's yeah. like some activeness, but... Uh, Do you think that at some point in your future, uh, at the end of your life, at the ripe old age of, you know, 50, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Do you think that at some point... That's just not as far as you... you no, I'm kidding. <laughs> as, as I feel comfortable acknowledging. No, no, I'm kidding, I'm kidding. I, I think about all the time... People always say at the end of your life, you're never going to wish, like, God, I wish I spent more time in the office. I wish I spent, like, you always want to be with your family, want to be doing things you love. For me, I don't really think that at the end of my life, I'm going to say, I wish I spent less time playing video games, watching movies, and listening to music. Because I do enjoy these things i don't think that yeah it's as you say a mental block in like truly if i want to be a singer like i can go sing there's nothing stopping me from going to karaoke in little tokyo outdoors and like doing that or if i want to I think be better i at think things. you're still 26 i think once you start getting closer to 38 it's it's it i know maybe be- like the public aspect of that but i mean more the like if you really want to no i, I what i would say is that like I look I'm all for staying in like that that yeah. you know there's some and and we live in a fucking city where that it's almost it forces you a little bit to do that because you either spend money or, or you either spend money in. or you and and like you know at nighttime usually the thing to do is to go have drinks or go have dinner so that's financial but like yeah. you can't just like walk Mm-hmm. really or go for a stroll you can go for a hike that's yeah. an activity but that's a destination activity that's there's mm-hmm. nothing that you can just like really just like get out of the house and do yeah. so i think that like and especially if you live in fucking see me dude that's like i mean you you you're gonna come out and hang out with your friends all the time or, or either that or you're going to like hang out with them after work but that's you're still tired so i totally understand you're still like, gonna drive yeah you still gotta drive home afterwards so you are what are you gonna have some beers like that shit's a pain in the ass but i would say i definitely i think that as i'm getting older mm-hmm. i am 
not regretful of the times that I haven't been productive in terms of making art and things like that. Yeah. But I recognize that that is something that I should at least engage in on some level at all times. And so, and I think in that sense, that's the battle for me. Do I wish I was going out to bars and like being active in the dating scene without like, like, I mean, I think everybody's cool to just swipe now. (laughs) I think, think, yeah, definitely. You're right. That's a little bit. Like like, it's so, so it's, it's. I meant more of like uh, your, how your creative energy and time is spent. You know, like oh, I definitely could be more productive. You know, I could as time. well. I mean, no, but I feel like, I, but I do feel it. I mean, but but that doesn't mean that. Like, I don't feel like I play so many video games that it gets in the way of that. Because obviously, if I'm putting out a show sem- somewhat regularly, like yeah. uh, I'm at least meeting people, meeting people to have a conversation right. with them. But but I think that that also betrays the fact that I need to be mechanical about it and strategic about it because if not, I will go for fucking months without seeing people yeah. and then I'll be like, oh, yeah. And I don't feel good. I feel isolated, but yeah. it feels good up until the moment that I'm like in that space where I'm like, oh, oh no. fuck, you know? And yeah. like now I'm in a, in a fucking, I want to get out and like see shit and stuff. But mm-hmm. even then it's still kind of hard because like... Oh, it's always hard. You know, yeah. yeah, it's 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 uh, it's a difficult like you know I've lived in in walking cities like even Rome is so much easier to fucking mm. get out of the house because there th- there's public transportation that makes sense. Yeah, and yeah. and and shit like that. Um, I think this job is difficult and it's different, but I, that's where my creative energy is. My practice has shifted towards like wow, well, I'll I'll allow. I don't allow like I want to facilitate other artists to make good work if yeah. I can't and yeah. if I can use my creative energy in ways of yeah, but allowing that, you know but be careful with that because that 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 can lead to unfulfilling jealousy shit because if you're an artist you're an artist and, and, and I think I'm not I don't I don't really get that man honestly I, I'm not yeah. I get jealous of some people in which the only kind of jealousy I do say that I get when it comes to Artists and my artists in my practice and my lack thereof really. I don't really have a personal practice anymore. It's more the one that's dedicated towards, you know, the art of printmaking or helping other people make make things. Uh-huh. I get jealous when it comes to seeing uh, doing. I doing a lot of different studio visits with artists and seeing how they uh, they work in their process. And when I see people just doing nothing, there's a guy who's just like, I you do studio visits with, with some people and guys and girls will show you. They just have minimal amounts of work or they're kind of like mm. yeah you know i just i like to make stuff and for me it's like i you know like am i like people like or who feel like well i fucking bust my ass full time at this job and then i try to spend time with friends try to have a life all mm. these different things and i'm still concerned about making enough yeah and you are just kind of like sitting on your biscuit trying not to risk it or whatever like whatever like i, I get jealous of that of like what a life what yeah, a life that, to not that, have that to. freedom of, and that's more yeah. of an economic jealousy, I guess. No, but, but that's, that's that's a fair jealousy, and it's fair to it's fair but, to. But, but I wouldn't put that on everybody. I think more that I I'm glad that people have that opportunity, and I'm not necessarily putting my like that weight on other people. Of I can't be creative, so you do. It's like no, you can be creative doing anything. I, I I'm more of just. But you know, you know, I mean, you can do both and make your own stuff, right? Yeah. Like I'm just kind of uh, this is becoming an intervention because. There's like uh, there's something to that feeling like uh, of kind of 
just not having the energy to make to 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 have a creative output. And yeah, I would say yeah. that what I would say to that is that there is something to the fact that for some artists practice is cyclical. Some people like I I know mm-hmm. an artist that has uh that that has um a year where she works and makes stuff and then a year where she makes where she shows the stuff, mm-hmm. right? And she's pretty successful uh but I think that like even this is like I mean, this is not my art, yeah. this podcast, but it is a, a way to stay engaged. I, I, yeah. I remember yeah. in terms of social life, mm-hmm. what I would say is um, just like I was coaching until mm-hmm. very recently. I was coaching club soccer mm-hmm. and my job entailed going up to families and, and basically selling them on the idea of paying the tuition for a full year of training. Yeah. And it was a lot of work. And it, and, mm-hmm. and it was very rewarding. And every, you know, I would go and I worked very little hours of, out of the week. Mm-hmm. Uh, I got paid pretty well. And it was very satisfying in some ways. But I recognize that a lot of my energy for handling drama mm-hmm. was being absorbed by that job because oh, yeah, I had yeah. to I had to manage and um and balance a lot of like relationships and sometimes parents would go at each mm-hmm. other there was comp- competitiveness there was uh there was always like a, a thing where I had to keep the tone of the the entire group and it would just leave me no resources for anything else. And then yeah. what I would do is play fucking video games and, and, and like crazy. Mm-hmm. And, yeah. uh, and, and, you know, and so, so I think that like, there is something to be said about, um, you know, protecting that resource mm-hmm. of like, of exhaustion, but there, 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 then that becomes a thing of privilege because like, can you afford to fucking, uh, I I still don't know <laughs> that I can afford to have actually left the job because <laughs> no, the yeah. amount of fucking hours that I'm having to work now it's like it's 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 so foreign to me, mm-hmm. you know. And, mm-hmm. But I'm much more less or I'm much more relaxed. Like the le- the stress level is like oh, insanely yeah. lower. Yeah. So my energy is like left to fight with artists who try to muscle me on my own fucking podcast when oh, they come yeah. on and they're yeah. like, they try to tell me like, Oh, you, you do, you got to do this, this. And I'm like, no man, this is my fucking show. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to work with you because you're being a dick. That's funny. Cause my, my perspective <laughs> is like, why do it? <laughs> why do what? Like why, uh, you know, why do a, a, this show? No, 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 no not a, the show. I mean, not, not necessarily that. I mean, why do it in the kind of the, the greater sense of, um, why do anything? Yeah. I, I don't mean to sound like, I understand how that sounds, but I think that no, no, it's but more of a, uh, there's something about finding my greatest goal as, you know, I never intended to be an artist. I never set out to do that. I wanted to be. I don't think anybody ever really, like, fucking people that no. are, are struggling like we are to, to like, figure out that way forward. I mean, well, yeah, definitely. Yeah. I, never, I never set out to do it. And that's, I, I, I mean that I've only been an artist or, or one that was practicing for the last you know, like four years when I've been playing, you know, I've been playing drums for 15, 16 years. Like that was my life. Yeah. And, you know, for a short period of time, I got into college because I wanted to work in the film industry. I only Mm. got into art because I was making video art and I felt like, oh, well, I can't do this in Hollywood, but I can do this in art. So I switched. Yeah. And I think that with all that said and done, it's, there's no, 
my brother and I, he's also a very creative guy. He's a weirdo. He, he makes puppets. Okay. So he, he's working on this job right now. Out, he just came back. He's in, on the East Coast. He came back out to work on this, this contract job. He and I always have this thing going where we've realized if we can't make this work, uh-huh. In a number of years and make it work in just like the current climate of what it what it's like to be an artist in Los Angeles. And he's in New York right now. Yeah. And this industry and everything, there is nothing wrong with just working. Like my just dad having, put oh, that no, ethic no. in us. And like, I'm like, if I. Oh, you know, I don't mean it like that. Yeah. What I'm just saying is that like. <sighs> mm-hmm. I'm pulling old man shit on you, which sucks. But 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 yeah. I've been where you are. Yeah. No, and no. I and and I know that feeling of like, hey, there's something noble about just working and stuff like that. But I think that you also recognize on some level what I'm talking about, which is that like, this isn't a choice you have. Mm-hmm. If you're a fucking artist, some you know maybe you're not. Right now, it sounds like you feel like you're not. Yeah, Hold on, I, let, let me finish. Yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> it sounds like you're sort of tackling with that, and that's part of the process. Mm-hmm. Okay. What I'm saying to you is that that's fine. Do with what do 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 go follow that thing, but I think ultimately you are right. You do not have a choice. And mm-hmm. and like it's like uh it's almost like if you're if you're a superhero and you have powers, like the fight's going to come to you. Mm-hmm. You know, <laughs> like yeah. like it, uh you're not going to be able to just fucking because you can do something to like yeah. To to express a certain thing, and and I think the way that you're talking about it might come from a little bit from like the art from the musician side of it, because that is a very like musician of like, hey, like you know we're gonna make it, and I know that you've had you've had some success with your past with with the band that you're not with anymore, mm-hmm. um, so you're coming from a mindset when you're talking in terms of like if I don't make it, like mm-hmm. bro. I've been an artist for years. I haven't made it in any fucking capacity. Yeah. You know, yeah. like that's not why I do it. And mm-hmm. I think eventually you might be able to feel better about that. Right. No, like, yeah. I don't like, have any problem with that. I don't yeah, feel yeah. bad necessarily. I yeah. think it's more, but I have, uh, I did for a long time, just in oh, terms you did. of, you did feel I, I yeah. did stop making art. Yeah. And then I found myself wanting to do stand up. Mm hmm. And then I did stand up, and it was fine. I I, I did okay at open mics, uh, but I had one night where I bombed really hard, and I felt it. And I was like, because like I had a, up until then, I had been somewhat passable. I got a first pass probably on my first t- uh, attempt, and then I fucked up because I just kept trying to write new material instead of trying to master the same shit. Mm-hmm. But I sort of was like, I spent most of my life training to be a fucking artist. Yeah. Now I'm trying to do this shit, and the way that people say about that is like you got to do it for like seven years before you become good. Oh, so yeah, I've already yeah. put my time into being an artist, and what am I? Why am I doing this? And the, the reason was that I had decided that I wasn't an artist, but I was still looking for some kind of creative output. Mm-hmm. Where did I end up? I ended up back at art, and, and where I was just like, oh, that's right. Like I need this, and it's not about those fucking things of like success yeah. those metrics and i think that especially like that's a thing that comes from like wanting to be proud uh, yeah. and and yeah. wanting your parents to be proud or some some sort of external validation i think part of it is growing up in this area and yeah. being a, like the kind of peer group that i was a part of and currently it, i think i think that is definitely an, an aspect of it there's yeah. always there's a part of you that, that's a um 
you're always going to have the creative raw material that needs to be put somewhere. Yeah. Like, you're never going to so, stop doing it. You so, know? no, in any way, so my yeah. concern is just hearing you say that you don't, you're not an artist because it, it was such a battle for you to fucking just acknowledge that you were an artist in the first place that to deny that shit. Like, you know, I mean, like, that's an audacious thing to just be like, oh, I'm an artist. Like, that's, mm-hmm. that's, uh, there is some ego involved in there. No, no, right? don't get me wrong. I will, I will, I'll be, I'll tell you, I am. Yeah. I haven't, I'm maybe not, haven't made anything in my own personal yeah, practice for I a while. Yeah, I think that's different. It think, is different. Uh, yeah, but, I think that's very you know. different. And so, so like, uh, I would say, like, you probably just, you know, sometimes you just need life to happen to you to have things to talk about. Yeah, right? or if it's if it's uh, it just in a different capacity where it's like, yeah, I've, you know, working with with an artist in the same way that it's what what as you use the word like metric, like what am I measuring? Why am I measuring myself to this certain standard in the yeah. way of if I'm really good at playing the drums, why am I looking at the singer being like well i wish i'd be that guy yeah, like yeah. i'm really good at so in that way i if when i first started this job uh back in 2015 i did do that i was very jealous of other doing yeah. meeting other artists and i was like i want to do that yeah what yeah. am i doing working for this art gallery well, and it that, can you know? also be fucking hard to be in the business like serving mm-hmm. people that are a little bit farther ahead of you it's it can be very humbling no and, and, and it was yeah. and, it, and it took a it was a lot of different experiences to teach me that like oh no this is a very unique opportunity and i'm also making art but in a in a different way yeah. that uh like jonas wood can make painting but then he needs the you know he needs the help of us printmakers to make these prints for him yeah, yeah and doing that and working on you know projects with these guys or opportunities that i would never have on my on my own doing yeah. my own practice which i enjoy doing yeah. i want to get back to but i instead yeah, yeah. recognize well, I get you, you know, playing drums again because i think that yeah. that that you need to uh, back me up on my guitar. Yeah, I need. I gotta do something. No, These we, hands gotta well, do something. Well, dude, I actually <laughs> just want to go to a practice space. Like, we should find one around here and like, cause oh, they have plenty. drum set. Yeah, they yeah. We, they have drum sets. Where I can just fucking take my little pedal board, plug yeah. that shit in, actually play fucking loud. Yeah. Thank yeah. God. You know, like, yeah, yeah, you gotta get those earplugs. Yeah. I have I have tinnitus in my right ear from. Oh yeah, no. All I the mean, years of. I've not. I've not even touch the scratch the surface of my fucking ear like okay, th- yeah i i have played so loud because i've always been in like situations where i can't play loud but no. yeah but like i do think you know and 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 like for ex- if this is part this show makes me it's sort of like how when you uh go for tenure and you're a professor mm-hmm. you sort of have to uh produce art and mm-hmm. and you have to show to yeah. sort of keep your position you know the reason they do that is because they don't want some fucking per, you know person that's not practicing teaching some shit like that right and so and and it keeps them engaged in the process no you have to you have to stay sharp yeah. you can't uh, yeah. i had this professor in college who uh was teaching us directing a production and he in the film industry and he worked for he worked with kubrick on i think barry linden Oh, that's one I have never seen. And uh, yeah, it's the one where they shot. Uh, they made these you know, those crazy lenses so that we can shoot all with candlelight lighting the oh, shots. Okay. Um, I'm not sure if I've, I've told this to you before, but uh, I don't, it hasn't been recorded before. So. Yeah, so I'll tell you again. We're, we're it's, probably uh, drunk too. He uh, was not that telling we're just us drunks, <laughs> but well, we we do go out for drinks sometimes. Occasionally, 
Have a, have a nip. When you fucking answer my, when you don't ghost me. <laughs> yeah, well, this week you were lucky. <laughs> <laughs> you were feeling it this week. No, yeah, I definitely was. Yeah. No, okay, so this professor was, uh, he told us about his experiences of working with Kubrick and how he got his foot into the into the door of the business. He just called the production company and was like, can I have a job? Yeah. And they basically gave him a job because they're like, oh, we don't have any positions open, but we need a draftsman. He's like, oh, why not? I know how to draft. So he came in and just, I'm like, okay, well, this system clearly doesn't work for us anymore he hadn't really worked on anything since he was just kind of an older like a very you know respectable guy had a lot of industry experience but Mm -hmm. it's something where i'm like you haven't what have you done recently oh well you know 40 years ago i did this so i I, you know you want to say stay sharp yeah and when my you know my my computer is working i like to you know throw I, i was always just making things in photoshop and illustrator and writing code so i could just keep myself sharp and making things but oh so so that but it's also tied a little bit to like loss of equipment which is which is yeah. can be debilitating and i think also just maybe my priority is shifting a little bit to see the output being something that i can be a little bit more proud of i guess if that makes mm. any sense that I, I see like taking the role right now of like well i'm going to be a curator and a like printmaker and work with an artist taking the the role that I've always kind of wanted to be. It's a form of education, yeah. But also being the guy who's behind the scenes of seeing a print that looks amazing. People can really love the artist, but I can look at that and be proud and be like, I made that. (laughs) I (laughs) made that happen. So people go on stage and be like, you guys rock. That lead singer was great. And be like, people go up to you afterwards and shake your hand and be like, hey man. You kept the beat real good. And I'm like, (laughs) and then you nod and you're like, thanks. Those are the best people. Those are the those are the people who understand who you. If you go up, if you shake a go and shake a bass player's Says the hands. the fucking drummer. No, I'm telling you this. Go to a concert and go shake the bass player's hand because there's those are the people doing God's work right there. They never get any acknowledgement. Seriously, it's a rhythm section. It's all about yeah. that. But um, I think to me, like it's. it's I play lead you know, guitar. You know that, right? No, I do know that. Yeah. <laughs> You're like, well, well, what are you trying to say? As long as you're doing something, you have to. My dad, that was my well, dad's. No, I played lead guitar in my fucking bedroom, though. <laughs> yeah, that's my dad. His his philosophy that he taught my brother and I when we were young is you, you can't do nothing. Yeah, he's happy with us even if we're working. He's like, you don't have to be the best. You don't have to be creative superstars doing whatever, but you can't do nothing. You can't just sit at home and. And I think that that's like something that can be a trap for like, um, mm-hmm. blocked artist. Not I'm I'm not saying that you're blocked, but I'm just saying that like. Um, you know, like, I'm also, like, not, I mean, I just talked to uh, Sydney, and I, mm-hmm. I, and to some degree, this has helped me want to make a, mm-hmm. a, a, and be more engaged in my practice, but it has also taken time away from my practice, yeah. specifically in the last, like, couple months, mm-hmm. because I feel behind on recording because of OPAF, oh, yeah, yeah. and, um... And I just was like, super exhausted after it. Yeah. So so, uh, and then I had uh, drum uh, some drama with a fucking guest that was like, "You can't put my episode out." And I was like, "Okay, I'm not putting it out. Not because yeah, just wait till you I told ca- me to wait till I call you later." Yeah. <laughs> yeah, actually, yeah, yeah, my my, I'm just not putting it out because you're kind of a dick. Yeah, no, I understand that. <laughs> but um, but yeah, well, no, I just straight up had someone gaslight me and be like, and then like. When I called them out on gaslighting me, they were like, in the end, they were just like, oh, uh, I'm sorry, there was a misunderstanding. And that, that's when I knew that they were, because like, they, weren't, they weren't trying to push that narrative anymore. Yeah, like, when yeah. they're like, oh, it's a misunderstanding, they're the ones that are retreating, and you're like, no, it's not a misunderstanding. But yeah, it, and 
it's it's you know one of the other things that you're probably getting a lot out of is I've noticed that artists don't necessarily always have the kind of people skills that you get from living and working in like a professional capacity that they may get away with not having to work with, right? Like, oh, yeah. obviously, yeah. if you do service jobs, you have a certain uh, level of decorum. That's not exactly what I'm talking about. But if you, yeah. uh, the, you know, there's like, there's so many different things that people can do that mm-hmm. isn't, that, that makes them artists that, and you can tell the people that have no, like, um, just no, like, level of uh professional courtesy or 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 like just just you can tell by the way that they react to things that they're not used to working with a lot of people and it can be oh, very yeah, yeah. very like eye opening mm-hmm. to to be around that cuz i'm sure you come across that a little bit uh, 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 especially like when in your case you're dealing with people that are very successful and I'm not going to name names, but no. there's a there's an artist that I was working with, uh, who I'm waiting to hear back from again to start another round of projects. And she is exactly the way. I was very surprised that I was kind of frightened at first, but then you have to kind of readjust, and that's where I found myself in a weird way shining. Of when I when I work with this person, I'm this Nico. Yeah. yeah. Whereas when I'm working with this specific artist, I'm a different one who yeah, is yeah. a little bit more not submissive but just kind of like okay all right just yeah. like, whereas maybe that's not the way that i normally am and then when i'm no artists around and it's just me and jean and uh maybe one or like lino and the other printmakers trying to work something out i'm a completely like that's where i'm kind of the asshole of the group because i'm <laughs> shooting down like i'm like i want to get it i want this to come out right i want things mm. to whereas if i'm working with the artist who i know is kind of salty i'm not gonna yeah, yeah, be yeah. the ass. like so i think there's a little bit trigger that's just like you know living your life and people skills kind of thing of learning yeah, how but, to calibrate but for me i see it as as an opportunity to like oh if i'm gonna do this job well let me play into the things that i already like to do which is like let me just pretend that yeah, i yeah. or in some, in some very sad aspects let me pretend that i like this yeah which is like i i this is a great project let me pretend that i no and there's you know, there's or there's, i'm the artist making this how would they do let me get inside of their head let me be this mean artist and then i understand really, where they're coming from you know there's something really interesting about taking on different archetypes in different situations yeah. i i do find that fascinating um, where, where, you know, I mean, this goes to something that we can both relate to, but like most of the time when we're in the art world, mm-hmm. uh, or not most of the time, a lot of the time, uh, especially with like just the circle that I, te- that I have at the moment, mm-hmm. um, we have the tendency of being the brownest person in the room. Oh yeah. And, and so that is... A very insightful point of view. Yeah. <laughs> like you perceive things, you see a matrix working that that mm-hmm. you don't necessarily uh, get otherwise. Oh, you put it in those terms of like, oh, I realize like I've used my white voice when I talk to this guy. Yes, or I have, exactly. to, I have to come across as yeah. if I'm really educated and talk to this artist and in overcompensate a, way of like, a little bit. Oh yeah, you yeah. know the the structure of this work, or it really vibrates. Or you, you get, know? or you get a a wow. 
that was really good. Like people being surprised that you actually have something to contribute, that kind of thing. Yeah. yeah. It gets it gets crazy. But yeah, I mean, I think that that is, you know, there, there is a, a push and pull. And sometimes mm-hmm. you have to like respect those dynamics, even though they're not mm-hmm. necessarily um, morally pristine mm-hmm. or, you know, virtuous. That's another word that I've been like getting yeah. into. Yeah. <laughs> That's a good one. Virtuous. Yeah. It, it, it's, it, it, and, and so in terms of like playing different roles, I, you know, I'm definitely, um, one of the things that, that is happening is as people start to like reach out to me and tell me that they like the show mm-hmm. is mm-hmm. recognition that um that I am exposed a little bit yeah you know in, no, you're in, out there in, now. yeah that I and 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 it's fine mm-hmm. but um but that is a new role for me as well where mm-hmm. I I have to kind of be cool with it <laughs> because I put myself out no, there. No, you do, yeah. Yeah, yeah. And, and, and but I am also still very uh, disconnected from the consumption part of it. So, like, for example, I don't know who listens to the show. I know that someone does listen to the show mm-hmm. because I see the downloads, But and I know that there's people, like, generally there's a high concentration of people in California that listen to it. Mm-hmm. So it's easy for me to signal out like, oh, I got a download from Egypt. Oh, I got a download from whatever. Yeah. But then there's this mass of people that I, I, I will potentially know or will run into at some point. Oh, yeah. You yeah. know, and, mm-hmm. and, and when that happens, like the thing that's new to me or that it's never it hasn't been negative, thank God. But I have to prepare myself for that shit. Right. I have to prepare for yeah. people not liking me. And what am I what 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 role am I going to be like? What archetype is that going to be for me? Yeah. You know, because I'm going to have to like hide, no, new, yeah. hide the hurt <laughs> I, <laughs> and, 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 and be like, hey, I asked for this shit. You know, no, no. You, yeah. un- you unintentionally asked for it. It's, I, yeah. Opening I, doors. There's yeah. nothing that anybody can do that would that I hate more. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Than that recognize me in public yeah. when I don't know you. Yeah, yeah. You know, like if it's a friend of mine or people who I'm like I'm close to, it's great. You see, because yeah. like especially in LA, it's very rare. Like and in our circle, you go to an opening, you see people like you give somebody a nod or like oh yeah. that that artist that I work with or this person who works at this gallery studio like they know who I am. Yeah, and that's fine. But when I'm in my hometown, that's when I hate it because I'll go yeah, to Target yeah, yeah. and I'll see somebody who's like remember me. I recognized you immediately. And I'm like, damn it. That's why I grew my hair up. That's why I did Because I don't want yeah. you to recognize me anymore. Like, I don't want... It's funny yeah. how you can't run away from just Anonymity being yourself. Anonymity is you know? nice. Anonymity is yeah. nice. It is. Uh, yeah. The, uh, I don't... I obviously don't get... The thing that's creepy to me... Or not creepy. The thing that I didn't anticipate mm-hmm. how I would feel about is when people tell me... Like, which is a very actually neutral mm-hmm. thing of like, oh, I recognize your cadence, mm-hmm. right? And I was like, shit, I have a cadence, <laughs> right? Yeah. And, and yeah. like, that's not something that like people mm-hmm. usually say to you about the way that you talk, whatever. It's, it yeah. doesn't make me self-conscious, but it makes me aware because mm-hmm. uh, uh, that's like, that's the specific that makes it real for me. Mm-hmm. You know, like it's a specific of like, oh shit, you have listened to the show because you, you, you know, 
You, it, 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 like I can tell mm-hmm. as opposed to somebody who's like, oh, I love the show, blah, blah, blah. And they just give me like some blank fucking statement. And I'm like, OK, you definitely haven't listened to it, which is fine. I yeah. <laughs> There's nothing more flattering or more cutting when somebody can do an accurate impression of you. Oh, shit. Or they can I, just hone happened. in on the. But if yeah. somebody could do, they can hone in on the one thing about yeah. you. It's really flattering because they know you. Yeah. But also it's the worst. And that's <laughs> yeah. that's why I love uh, uh, trying to do that with yeah. with people that I know or try to get to the thing about them that like. Because it also, and I've always envied people who can do that, and that's why I love, like, uh, you know, like different kinds of voice actors and comedians and people who can do really great impressions because I think, like, they, you, you, you are able to cut somebody down to their core and even in a less of a way, somebody who can not only listen to you, like, oh, I love that your podcast or love the content, say, like, oh, you have a specific cadence to your voice. Yeah, yeah. Or I remember talking to somebody and... Uh, they, they, you know, when people first point out if you, like, stammer a lot or use similar mm. words... But when I was recording some, uh, I hosted a radio show in college for a couple of years. So when oh. I when I did a listening to your your recordings of your voice, yeah, uh, I noticed that at that time I had a little bit of a lisp that yeah. I never picked up on. Only oh, when I you listen to it, yeah. only when you listen back to it, and you're like, ah, oh, crap. Yeah, yeah. You know, it's it's things like, oh, this is something about me that I bet if somebody did an impression of Nico, they would do the little bit of the lisp. And I wouldn't mm. be able to pick up on like, oh, you sound like me. Yeah, it's because yeah. they listen to your voice and like, oh, it's because of this. And people, when they notice those little things, that's what I, that's what I want to do. That's what I want to learn how to do in terms of like, there's something about that that gets me fired up creatively. Like that that thing. To if be that makes able to do sense. Like, like an impression or. I, I, it's hard to describe. It's like the. Uh, well, I. It, it, it's like uh, if you don't mind me making a, like an, a couple example. It's like driving by. Uh, it's like you drive by anywhere in town and you smell like grilling onions just uh-huh. in the wafting and it just gets you in the mood like oh, I want to cook something yeah, yeah. or I want to eat whatever it is it just Probably gets your juices it me. just gets your juices flowing you know <laughs> yeah. you were like ah oh. it's I, for some reason with me that gets me like that gets me going that gets my juices yeah. going in, in terms of wanting to make things and want to be creative and want to to perform is he, uh, seeing other people perform in a in an incredible way so if i go uh go to a show or i watch an incredible like performance like an actor on on tv or film Mm -hmm. but also seeing people in real life who are able to uh who are able just to to do that and i think it's it's more nuanced when you see that in our context in the art world i've seen some performance artists and some artists that we're one of a great guy that i can think of at the top of my head right now is zach klein Whenever okay. I've seen him perform, there's something about when Full I... Full disclosure, you're fucking yeah. buddies with him, though. No, I, I love that guy. There's people out there who, when you see, when you see their... Fucking w- dropping his name no, like, I, like he's some guy that you don't know. Like, you know, you this random artist... Yeah, no, yeah. I know. I'm teasing you. No, you yeah. know... Like, he, he's been on the show, you know. No, I know that. There's something about... It's it's such a weird thing to describe, but there's something about when you see somebody executing very well. He can make me very uncomfortable sometimes. Like, like n- not not... Uh, in a bad way in, 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 in his presence is just so like fucking intense sometimes where I'm just like he's there he's yeah, so, it's he's like, in the zone fuck you're in here like I a, like, like that like, like, yeah I know but <laughs> he's very fucking real and 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 that can be um, it tests you and how you feel about yourself mm-hmm. a little bit you know like it makes you aware of how of, of where you're lacking in that shit where, where it's yeah. like fuck dude 
that that's what I like, and I it, to me that gets me yeah yeah that gets me driven because you 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 see people who like as confident as I think I am, that dude is like fucking super confident. So you see, you see, yeah. see people like there. You see people making things that like yeah. I don't get jealous when I see other people's artists. I think like not that I wish I made that, but in a way that's like. Yeah. God, like I'm gonna do that. I'm gonna make that. I'm gonna go get, home. Or, you know, I get jealous of ideas yeah. that artists have. I don't so much get jealous of career as much because yeah, I don't feel like know. I've tried as hard as they probably have. Or it's just a different you know, kind of I've trajectory. Been, I'm like, yeah, I don't, my trajectory has been so fucking. I wouldn't long even want. Slow. Like, I don't want that. But I, I, I don't know. I, I but, that's why I. But when someone has a good idea, I'll be like, motherfucker. Beat or you beat me to it. Yeah, is my big one that I, I see artists who. Yeah, yeah. I think that's that's the biggest thing that right now currently is as a creative person. Um, that's that's why I think maybe I'm less to call myself an artist in the in the traditional practicing sense because I, I use try to use my energy in the very limited time that I can, mm-hmm. in different ways. So it's it, if it's not in music, I'll put it towards you know the gallery work and working with artists, and then I'll put it yeah. on my own things, and then. Put it towards being me, which is a day yeah. nine to five job that's like hard enough. So mm-hmm. I think in that way, I, I love being able to, I always picture myself escaping into whether, you know, a virtual world is easy, but I always yeah. want to escape into like, I see, just because as an example, a guy like Zach Klein, or I, I watch uh, like a really great performer, watch a great concert or see people on stage, eat a great meal. Yeah. And you just, it just takes you to be like, God, I wish I could be this guy. Mm. who came up with the idea of this and that food. and that's that's <laughs> like, where i, I struggle that. a little bit yeah. with the with the video games and it's not yeah. that i feel guilt but it's there's an awareness that like without a fucking doubt mm-hmm. if i spend more time being present and less time being immersed in someone else's artwork that mm-hmm. or you know uh, or, uh, catered experience for me mm-hmm. um i would have just a much easier time producing all the time, right? Oh yeah, and yeah. so so I do think that like to some degree, you know, and it is a problem that I've been playing the same video game, and haven't played any other video games. Because they don't come in, out with any more good ones. <laughs> yeah, no, but I've been playing Overwatch for I mean, yeah. fucking longer than I've lived in this apartment. Well, don't get me wrong, I'm not it's trying like to say four. like I want to be, I want to just experience other people's art and then be like, where did all the time go? Like, I know (laughs) like there's, there's better, like I could be doing that. I I think maybe I get a lot more enjoyment than like, you're right. It's, it's a different, maybe it's just my age right now, or maybe my place in, I think I I, I get a lot of enjoyment. Expectations for yourself are are, are pretty tough too, because like, it makes sense that you're doing what you're doing, but I, I, you know, and not that I'm all fucking wise and knowing, I mean, cause I, I, it just took me until I was 38 to decide not to go to grad school. So, it's like it but i i think that like one of the benefits of our industry and actually mm-hmm. one of the benefits of living in los angeles is that like there's a lot of people just trying to hustle on something on the side yeah and sometimes it's music sometimes it's acting sometimes it's film yeah whatever you know what a, what a culture that we live in right now that uh, the 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 word hustle. You ever hear people talking about that? I've seen it on Twitter all the time. Yeah, that, like yeah. that's the word to talk about. You just gotta get out there. You gotta hustle. Like yeah, I yeah. just have to work. Yeah, yeah. All the time to be happy. Yeah. When no, I, it's... I, I wish that work made me happy. Nothing. Like I, I, I don't know. I, I really think that. I people tell me that all the time. Like we gotta get you behind a drum set, man. Like yeah, like feel free, sit me, sit me down, I'll play. I love doing it, mm-hmm. but I'm not really driven as much as I maybe I should be. But as much as I, I don't feel compelled to 
do that and in a way yeah, that like, like my life is lacking in that way. I feel more I feel at this current point in my life I, I, I need to utilize like the place that I'm in right now with the tools that I've been given to make the best out of that. Now's the time yeah. to fucking work. No, yeah. Like <laughs> now's the time to work your hardest. Right? Yeah. Like so yeah. so so it's fine. And, I have a lot and, of friends and, pursuing their dreams and putting things aside to being like, I could work a desk job or I could be yeah, yeah, doing yeah. all these things like hey I've nothing wrong there's nothing wrong with either of those but I'm not going to get down on myself for being like I need to finish college because I, I dropped out I need yeah. to go to finish college but so dude, I can go to grad but school but it just makes very little you know. sense right now to go to school anyway it's just so fucking expensive when I'm already getting no a master class people, working with you know all yeah. these other artists and yeah, doing what it, you, I'm, yeah, and exactly like do, I mean you know? that's why I'm doing this shit instead of yeah. going to grad school I, I probably no, you know and there the, you know, it, the, there are some pitfalls Yeah, there are definitely some things where I'm I'm like, you know, but I am going to eventually know enough people that mm-hmm. will come to a studio visit, you know, that yeah. I, and, and I will know enough people that think differently from me. I can be like, oh, well, this person thinks a little bit like mm-hmm. this or this person's more no, into yeah. somatic yeah. practices or what are you doing with your phone, dude? So I got a call. I missed a call. I just want to make sure everything's all right. Some people call me still. Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah. Her, you, you, <laughs> her name is Mom. <laughs> What's that? Her name is Mom. Her name is Mom, yeah, because yeah. you can't fucking get away from that shit. <laughs> no, I'll tell you, man, I could be on the I could be on the moon. Yeah. And my mom be like, so when are you coming home? And I'm like, Jesus. Mom, I'm on the moon landing right now, please. Yeah. It's great. I, I would I would much rather have that than uh I had I had friends whose parents would uh <laughs> You know, like you turn eighteen, and they're like, "Bye, hand you like a backpack yeah. and kick you." Like, which well, maybe but is, we you know, come from a different place, different like, worlds, different. Know. It's a cultural thing as yeah, well. Like, it's my a mom cultural is very, thing. Like, yeah, they don't want you to fucking there. leave. They yeah. really don't. The moms, they do not want you to fucking and I don't, leave. I don't have a problem with that. <laughs> Gotta take care of, take care yeah. of me. Yeah, you know, well, I, yeah, yeah. I have a problem when it becomes a sabotage thing, but <laughs> okay. no, I understand. You're you're yeah. no uh, you're no phone. No phone policy. Oh, no, 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 no. <laughs> no, I don't meant that. I meant, like, mom sabotaging your, like, plans to, like, fucking leave can be tough. No, my my parents are more than willing to yeah. see me out there, but also they don't want to see me fucking struggle. Yeah. yeah. My my brother and sister are both it's hard tried to that eat. are trying to do it in the different capacities, so they're yeah. not like, hey, look, like, if you need to stay at home right now, we're not going to shame you, but yeah. it's not like we, like, this is where you belong. Yeah, yeah. It's like, no, by all means, my parents are like, I'm trying to get a... I'm looking at a place right now out hopefully in Altadena is a neighborhood I'm trying to Move looking into. at a I'm looking at a couple of spaces out there. I have a friend who uh is trying to like help me apply. You know, that kind of thing. It's you said it on a podcast. So already that shit is already too expensive now. No, it's already, it's already gone. <laughs> it got gentrified right now. No, yeah, that's why I was looking at my phone, he was contacting me, he was like, It's gone. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, it's all gone. No, I, I, there is there is nothing on here, but it's okay. Yeah, it's no, right. there really isn't. It's and especially like to just like fucking move out. Yeah, you what yeah. you got to do is find an old building. That is literally everybody is tell or my boss is saying like you you have to do is what we did back in the seventies is just everybody just lived illegally in their studios and I'm like yeah that's what I should do. Yeah. But uh, maybe I'll do that. I'll go. Because <laughs> I got time to work in a studio if I'm sleeping in it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, uh, Put up a little bunk bed and serious. Yeah fucking it's not like they let you sleep you you can't sleep in like an appendix building or a studio or anything like that they're they're they won't let you stay overnight you no, have to like me. work like day hours yeah um but yeah it's brutal out here well i mean it's a very different it's a very like nine to five yeah. or ten to five city 
over here as opposed to like Miami, which is like, let's do drugs (laughs) all the time. Mm -hmm. Yeah. But I don't know, man. I think, uh, I think it's an interesting thing. The idea of, of these, um, of wanting to be other people. I'm surprised that we've ne- we haven't, and not not that I need to do it, but like just like, the obvious one is like the desire to just be white for the convenience, of. <laughs> I think that goes kind of without saying. Yeah, and I it's think just implied. That's more or less the way that I've just kind of grown up becoming yeah. that. It's. Yeah. Like, I think I've wanted to be anything about my physical appearance. It's always like, always wanting to change that because it's the idea, the opportunity to do yeah. that. But I think being able to change is more of the novelty of, like I say, like a magic trick. I've always thought it. Oh, I I've mean, always envied actors and I've always wanted to. I thought it. I thought it'd be fun to be able to be someone else for a day. Yeah. Even and if that's it's something that I'm so jealous. tedious, just being really because it's just so tedious being me for a day. Even though, like, yeah. just because, like, for my own anxieties and the person that I am, I I, I find peace in that. Whereas other people would be like, "Well, oh, why?" No, but I think yeah. that that's a that's a pretty natural impulse, and I think yeah. that even uh, you know, and it's a it's it's not a a, a un, um, an uncommon mm-hmm. thing. I mean, there like the, the mm-hmm. performance, the traditional way that people think of performance art is acting, yeah. right? Yeah. And so, so I think that there's definitely something there. Um, for people to to work with, mm-hmm. I don't, I, I can't really think of anyone in particular other than Zach Klein right now who kind of plays with uh, al- alternate personas. Yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, I think it's a it, it it's interesting to be outside yourself. It's interesting to sort of uh, escape mm-hmm. the physical or or alter the physicalness, even though it's inescapable mm-hmm. in terms of escapism and. and and shit like that um i do find it interesting that it does feel like we're becoming more detached from our bodies i mean Mm -hmm. i know that there's like a lot of yoga and we have people Mm -hmm. on the show talking about somatic but somatic practices in general Mm -hmm. but um specifically in terms of just like the way that technology is going Mm -hmm. uh i've uh i've talked with sasuke your co-worker Mm -hmm. about the um just like how I, we both love uh, this author named Neil Stevenson, and his books are fucking thick as fuck. They're mm-hmm. like thousands of pages, and yeah. I just the idea of reading one now is so fucking intimidating because yeah. my attention just can't, you know, can barely fucking take. You're it. staring at a page for that long. Yeah. Yeah. But I would be so much happier doing that than reading what I read, which is like just like bullshit. You know, mm-hmm. stories that pretend to be from the left, but they're really, mm-hmm. you know, attacking the left from the right. And yeah. like, and then, you know, I, someone told me that, like, they didn't think that uh, Assange was a journalist. And I was like, fuck, dude, you buy that? Mm-hmm. Like, you know, it's it, it, it that shit bumps me out. Whereas I could just read a novel. And that's another form of escape that I feel like I've completely lost. I do... Yeah. enjoy comic books a lot which is still somewhat of a of a of an escape that has a little bit of that reading overlap no um, yeah yeah you're you just any opportunity to not be you to get outside yeah. of your brain for a second is what i would yeah. consider like my mo that's my life and that's all that i want yeah. yeah 
But, I mean, you do love yourself, though, right? No, of course. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> it's more like that's, that helps me understand myself better, I yeah, think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I get you. I get and, you. And, I, and that I would want that more in, you know, in the desires of just well, continuing the continuing affording a practice of, you know, a, getting in, more into, like, that's why I love performing because I feel like whenever I perform, uh, you know, perform music and, like, being in different bands or playing the drums and being able to have these experiences all over again, I kind of, you lose yourself in the music I mean, or when you're playing jazz or, yeah. uh, you know, making, when I was making art for a while, I was really, uh, I was really, really into uh, Chris Burden. I don't know if you've seen the Chris Burden documentary that's on Hulu right now or no. I think it's through HBO. It's really, really great. I he love. He sounds uh, like a fucking asshole. <laughs> yeah, he was a he was a nut, honestly. And that was the, that was the wild west of of yeah. art, man. You could do anything you wanted yeah. to, and that's that. It was that kind of freedom that allowed so much mm-hmm. progress and so many crazy things to be done. And I wanted to, with my art practice, when I wanted to start um, getting serious about it, that's what I wanted. I wanted to be able to recapture that feeling of like mm-hmm. doing something. Uh, not that I have to do something new and novel, but fe- to feel that way and be so excited about like, oh my god, like nobody's ever to see to done see this to before. feel the same way that you felt looking at that work. Yeah, okay, and then, and then to also you could do that over and over again. You could just not be you for a second. I could be like mm-hmm. uh, the as a, another uh, another artist, uh, this guy from the early seventies who died young in the eighties. This guy named Guy de Quinte, this French artist. Mm-hmm. Um, who I know about this guy through through work because uh, Sirius represented him in the seventies, so I feel like an Guido Quinte scholar. Yeah, you're a bit of an encyclopedia but, of all all shows at Sirius. Yeah, or, or TV movies and shows at Sirius is pretty much yeah. my my encyclopedic knowledge. Ends there. No sports. No faces of my loved ones. Nothing. Just like, <laughs> you got face blindness. <laughs> yeah, that's right. No, I this artist he would uh, he would do these performances, but then he would just write these scripts that were basically like just books of code uh-huh. that he would write all these novels and these works, but he would write this like intense code that made it gibberish. He would hire actors and actresses to be him. Uh-huh. So he was an enigma at the time that nobody would know who this artist was. He would put on a show and be like, oh, it's it's Sophie Rommel and it's this woman mm-hmm. and then she's presenting these paintings and giving a performance but it's really this guy so he's it's very it's interesting it's theatrical it's performance and, and I really love that how like I, I see that and not that I literally like I want to do that but I love the idea of um, there's something that these days I, I think about you You know you talking about the advance of technology and how that affects our lives and how we escape but I think even in, in like in art it's like I don't think that painting is ever obviously going to go away. I don't, I do, I think that like looking back at old internet art these days is kind of laughable, but interesting to see how there's different touchstones of how artists touch yeah, but, these different things. But, but I mean, you know. photography has changed entirely. No, of course. Yeah. yeah. There, and it, the these, way it's consumed know, and stuff like that. These things so. shift and there, there's so much flux, but, and, uh, but even the way that people consume images mm-hmm. of paintings, yeah, right? Yeah. Like, so like if people look like, used to be very mm-hmm. you know you would look at it in slides and in, in, yeah. in college and stuff i mean but, more the the uh technology uh, affecting the making of it as opposed to how we oh, consume yeah. it well and i you think know. also i i mean the show that i was in in Sirius was in 2012 and it was about uh people still having a hesitation to digital media mm-hmm. whereas now it's like fuck off yeah. no it's, <laughs> yeah, it's like that, that that you know it's that's a very that's a show that was very much of that moment uh, which is, is it was a great show. Yeah. But um, the other thing that I find interesting about how you're talking about it is that there is, does seem to be some level of empowerment 
in saying because I think that like a lot of times our identity is rehearsed. Yeah. And and it and it is confirmed internally through thought rituals where it's like, you know, like I'm an asshole is an example that I used on my last uh, recording with mm-hmm. uh, Sydney. But like the idea of just the thoughts that you have that self-define you. And it sounds like what this is, um, this is an approach that sort of helps you not um, necessarily think of yourself one way where mm-hmm. it's like it's a flexible it's a more flexible identity rather than getting caught in this idea of who you are mm-hmm. which might which is in 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 truth is probably not as accurate you know like it yeah. pro- you probably have an idea of what your borders are and not just you in general mm-hmm. like i probably ha- that's kind of what yeah. is I, that's what why that cadence thing mm-hmm. is like a little bit makes you aware it's like that's the first time that someone tells you you sound a certain way, uh, uh, whereas, like, it usually doesn't come up in just mm-hmm. social conversation. It's only mm-hmm. because they've listened to your voice separately, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, and I'm sure that people have a very different idea of mm-hmm. me than I... I mean, I know that because <laughs> just some of the things that people have come to talk to me about, I'm like, mm-hmm. dude, I'm not qualified. And they're like, no, yeah. you got it, you mm-hmm. know? But... Um, but yeah, I do think that that is like, you know, that's an interesting thing to sort of, um, yeah, to just observe those roles and 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 also form that into a tool of like um, self discovery, right? Because mm-hmm. like, you know, you know what I'm saying? Does that make sense? No, it does make sense. I. I've wanted to use this as uh, turning into what used to be in, in different cycles of my life, as you say, like going in and out of, you know, yes, I don't want to do anything today. I want to not be me. I'm depressed. I just want to play video games or escape yeah. escape my life. Yeah. Whereas instead using that impulse and escaping my life to uh, rediscover something. Or escaping or to, my you know, current conditions, yeah. right? Like, oh, if I do this. Because I do think that some... That, that to some degree, even just, like, I keep saying this, but just starting the show, there has to be some sort of mm-hmm. self-deception. Yeah. Because right now, you know, when I started, I wasn't a podcaster. No, yeah. I was somebody yeah. that wanted to podcast. Mm-hmm. And then now it's a reality. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, but yeah, there I had to sort of imagine myself and yeah. imagine what that would look like mm-hmm. to sort of believe that it could happen. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, Yeah. It's more like people always uh, will put a focus on the importance, of course, of being present. Mm-hmm. And I, I highly agree with that. But I think that not the inverse of that. But I think the other side of that coin is also being able to effectively lose yourself in something. Yeah. So if, you know, you're not present, you're you're not even there at all. You're yeah. you're in, you're in like the flow, zen. you know. Yeah. And I think that is what I'm after as opposed to being like, I am here. I am at this, sh- like, I'm playing the drums right now. I'm, that's why I'm not good at very, sh- like, learning very structured music. I can learn it, but I think I've, I've always taken to improvisation because there is that room for, like, if I can really get into this and get into this flow mm. and lose myself in this, like, I'll, like, I know how to play a fucking song. Like, I'll play, yeah. but it's not about getting it all right. It's about, you know. Yeah, the feel. The, the, the getting the feeling. And I think I've always wanted to take that 
that practice and apply it to everything else in my life as, yeah. as well as mainly of course in, in the way that I see and make art on my own or try to put that in working with artists it, it just being able to lose yourself into the practice as opposed to being like hmm. you know super highly present which is you know there's yeah. two sides of that quote maybe there's times when I could be a little bit more present mm-hmm. in being me because that's where I have trouble with then you know that's why like just like sitting in a room by myself yeah. With, with my thoughts and I'm just kind of like well you know you, yeah. s- you start to you know I mean the paint starts to peel from the walls and you start to get you know I, I, yeah. I need that in my life to you to, need to you know, fidget or you need to get used to not fidgeting I think I think I need to get used to not fidgeting to, to not doing anything yeah no I, I do yeah. I, I, I think that that is a good practice yeah yeah it's, uh, it's e- e- even though it's not like you know whether or not it's meditative or whatever you can fucking like jerk off on that all you want like mm-hmm. realistically uh, we could probably all mm-hmm. be less saturated with entertainment I think that's a <laughs> yeah that's not, that's not a bad thing I also think it's interesting just I don't know um I wonder, because of the generational gap, mm-hmm. because we're sort of, you kind of are sort of an exennial too, right? Like that, that, that generation that's like sort of in between. But I think you're definitely, uh, or no, are you a millennial? I was born in 92, so I think I am a millennial. Yeah, you are a millennial. Okay. So, but it's interesting because also of how media is consumed mm-hmm. by your generation because yeah. i think i think what you're saying it makes sense about and 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 um it sort of fits my ideas of like what chaos magic the benefits of chaos magic which is like challenging your own beliefs about yourself mm-hmm. but i also can see that it might be mm-hmm. a result of how you came up because i think that like yeah um my generation was a lot more about keeping it real and being yourself and, you know, and, and yeah. I think that that, yeah. that, that, that's an interesting thing, but yeah, I, 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 I will stop mining you for, for mm-hmm. <laughs> information. I think no, you're, no, you're, you're, you're good to go. No, no, it's all right. <laughs> Thank you so much for coming by, man. No, thanks for having me. I appreciate yeah. it, man. Uh, anything that you'd like to plug? Uh, well... Is Cirrus got? Does Cirrus have anything going on? You know what, Cirrus Gallery, Cirrus Editions Limited. We're going fifty years in twenty twenty. Yeah. So we got a lot of stuff planned. We're we're working with some great artists. We got. I'm currently me personally. I'm working on putting together like fifty years worth of exhibition history and some like books, like some catalogs. Yeah. And I'm if you ever. Oh, I have the catalog from the from the show. <laughs> Oh, the narcissism right one? Like, right. Yeah, I'm, I'm working on one that's like a big hardbound uh, anthology kind of thing. Am I going to be in it? Yeah, you probably will. Yeah. Oh, shit, because I'm so on the cover of this one. And oh, yeah. uh, if you see anything on the new Sirius website, you're welcome. Because I... Oh, <laughs> I'll fucking promote that shit. Yeah, I yeah. yeah I, I, uh, that's my one claim to fame is that I remade that website. Yeah, that well, Got dude, I will, I will milk the fruits of your labor because. No, uh, I, other than that, I'm, I'm proud of that sh- of, of having been in that show. Oh, definitely. I'm not a really. Uh, I'm not doing anything else otherwise other than working for there. But I, you know, even though I'm not a part of it anymore. I will definitely plug my old band. They're releasing some music uh, called Loreline. So you can Laura check Line. them out on Spotify. They just released. Uh, some new uh, new video, yeah. music video, I think, out today. So 
I, I'm, I'll rep it and go check it out. Good check music. Check it out. Well, you, support you local musicians. You so. probably had uh, had some uh, influence on their style at some point. At some point, probably. Yeah. But yeah, go check that out. They That's didn't what I just go, oh, Nico's not in the band anymore. We can't do that sound. We can't sound like that at all. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> that's exactly that's a word for word. So, no, go check all it right, out. All right, man. Thanks for coming on. Peace oh, out. Thanks a lot. What's My Thesis is produced by Javier Proenza, who is talking in the third person. Reach out at whatsmythesis at gmail.com and follow us on all social media at whatsmythesis. Don't forget to review and subscribe. And if you donate to our Patreon, this is where I'll give you a shout out and make up what kind of art you make based entirely on your name and nothing else.